Okay, now here's the question. Do you think we can knock this out in less time than it would take for somebody to listen to Donda? Uh, what was How like long is Donda? Minutes? Is Donda, Donda that is fucking an hour long? And 40 f- Donda is an hour and 44 minutes. What? Have you heard the Glob Glibulab yet? I haven't heard any of it because I saw it was released and I clicked on it. it oh, and it, was, I it was actually an released. An hour and 44 minutes and I went, well, I have other things I would like to do today. That's fucked. Yeah, just listen to it while you work one day. Like, I, I'm just I not going to listen to it at all. <laughs> Yeah, I was I like, why did I listen okay. to Kanye West album in the year 2021 with a Marilyn that Manson has, Yeah, that has Marilyn like, Manson on it. Oh, fuck that, man. Yeah, wow, this is... When he, remember what, when he recreated Synecdoche, New York? This is like a CD, like a rap CD from 2004. That's, oh my god, Allie, I was talking crazy. to Allie... I was talking to Allie about that, and she was like, I did that sophomore year of university, so I don't know. I don't know what art we're expecting from she him at this point. She made an hour 45-minute album? <laughs> no, she recreated her childhood home for oh, an art yeah, project. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and tried to do it specifically at Soldier Field and then burn it down. And then <laughs> I was like, out, that was the greatest uh, accidental burn I've ever heard. It was just yeah. like, yeah. canceled artists. <laughs> Brought out like terrible people as you stood there, and then everyone was like, Woo! I guess. Uh, welcome to As You Know, everybody. It's the podcast where we watch the first and last episodes of various TV series because who needs to watch the stuff in the middle? We're here to tell you the good parts if and if they're worth getting into. This week, we have another international edition as uh, our man Stephen has selected the seminal British teen dramedy Skins, starring. <laughs> Nicholas Holt and Dev Patel and why many, are you saying new. this like uh, like you overdubbed it in? <laughs> Starring Skin in, in 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 every other episode. It's honestly part of the bit now for you to tell Travis to take over. Give him about forty seconds and then criticize the way he's taken over. Yeah, I, it's just it's just when I hear him speak at certain points where I'm just like, wait a minute, how is this the way that you've chosen? If, if you to just take over, it, it really but maybe needs... don't use like your normal speaking voice. It's, not yet. it's, it's, it's just it's just when time. I hear Travis's voice on the podcast that I start to feel like. <laughs> Should we introduce ourselves? That's part of yeah, your job. You cut me that off here, <laughs> so I wasn't sure what to do. My name's Travis Berman. cut off all the Interrupting time. Interrupting me, being being a little annoying, is Ian Benson. Hey, uh, I'm the Sid, I guess, in this case. Yes. Uh, <laughs> laughing in the background of all this is Matt Ciani. What's up? Uh, and uh, in Dublin, Ireland, we have Stephen Doughton, who has brought Hey-o. a very special guest with him. Hi, I'm Allie. Welcome, Allie. <laughs> Am I meant to yeah. give more? I don't know. No, you're okay. Steve, yeah, I, Ali, thought, I thought Stephen would say uh, more. The, I don't know. If you listened, if you listened, if you're one of the most dedicated listeners to the podcast who was listening back when we called it Big Dumb Ten and talked about Friday Night Lights, uh, <laughs> I would include occasional commentary and jokes and credit them to my roommate Allie. Uh, so if you've if you've been a follower, the, the payoff is here. <laughs> you've been waiting and waiting Ali's to meet name the roommate has never Allie. Appeared, here though, to be fair. Yep. She's just oh, yeah, been bleepy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it yeah. has just been beep. I was talking oh. to my roommate. Beep. Okay, my yeah. roommate. My roommate beep. You've heard yeah. my roommate. I'm sure you left. Yeah. We so we joked about it <laughs> last time beep. we had a guest too, but later. like, should I keep beeping? <laughs> 
<laughs> no. <laughs> the last time I had it, last time Dan was on, we had a joke where he was criticizing the Catholic Church too much, and it could cost him his job. So he didn't know if he wanted, <laughs> didn't know if he wanted to be beat. Oh, the part about that, that was a yeah. joke. The part about that it was a joke was just none of it. Dan realizing, wait a minute, I may be saying too much stuff right now into a microphone. <laughs> there, was, there was no joke Spools. about it, really, too. <sighs> so, uh, Skins uh, is yeah a British teen comedy drama uh, famous for uh, cycling through characters every couple of seasons. It is set in Bristol in the southwest of England and oh, yeah. uh, yeah. follows uh, kids that are in sixth form which is uh, what you're in before you take your A-levels and go to uni, or whatever the fuck. Uh, however they talk over there. It's uh, they're 16 perverted. or 17 whatever years old. Whatever it is, it's perverted, and it makes me yeah, sad. Some fucked up thing where they yeah they get fed into the uh, you know uni where you have to major in either transphobia or pedophilia. You know what's also fucked up? Depending on your A-level score. You know what's also uh, fucked absolutely up? Absolutely fucking what's disgusting, up? people. Do you know what the relation between the creators is? No. It's a father-son team that made this show. Oh my god! Oh, is, oh this no! Is so so sick it into me. This <laughs> makes my skin crawl. That's a horrible thing to learn. I, I learned that, also because of father-son. Like, I don't know. No, I love that because the parents like, are evil creators. on this show. Yeah, and it's a father-son team. No, they're not related. I know Dude. that one had his son write a bunch of shit for it. But I don't think that they're related. Jamie Britton is a Scottish TV writer and actor, along with his father oh. Brian Elsley. <laughs> Didn't know. That's, that is so They got fun. different Travis. names, so... That's why we do the it. podcast, for information for the listener. I learned and it. the co-hosts. And I the learned guests. it right before pressing play, and then it, like, completely colored the entire viewing oh, experience. Oh, that's actually really gross. <laughs> yeah. Especially because one of the first things we see is, like, a mutual pedophilic oogling. Like, that's one of the first things we see on this show. And also all the parents on the show are, like, angry, like... Or absent. Absolute or psychopath. Angry, absent, or want to date the high schoolers, which yeah, is yeah. our fucking wheelhouse as people who went through the entire Friday Night Lights. Yes, exactly. That's true. That's true. I don't know what you're What if Peter about. Capaldi had been in Dylan, Texas? <laughs> Easily the greatest addition you could make to that cast <laughs> is dropping the oldest and angriest of the living Doctor Who actors. <laughs> One uh, of, uh, I was at a party last night. And a woman told me that she saw a psychic, and the psychic told her that someone was going to try to talk to her about 9-11 soon. <laughs> and she was like, oh, are you coming hey, on my podcast? I was like, hey, do you want to listen to the podcast? <laughs> so, Stephen, can you tell us why you picked Skins? Yeah. Uh, so, Skins, so I've, I've, I've been trying to add more international flavor, uh, as I've talked about with most of my picks. Um Skins was a really important show that I feel like everyone in our generation in the UK and Ireland watched, and a lot of Americans too. I watched it in college, and it sort of brought this like this energy of like, oh man, let's glorify the fucked upness of growing up poor in I don't know England, uh, and I just thought it was really interesting and. Um, there's no particular reason I picked it this time. I just thought it would be an interesting show to revisit because I was a definitely a very different person when I was 19 and watching this the first time than I am at 29. Um, and it shows. Uh, there were a lot of things that I was like, ugh. But uh, I also thought this pilot was good, so we'll 
we'll we'll get into right. that. You, you also picked something that was great for challenging the format of this show that we do. Um, <laughs> it was it was very difficult to pick what the finale was. Post end of Skin Season well, Six, and and so, but even then, Skin Season Six wouldn't have given you anything less convoluted and confusing. But it would have been recognize. It probably would have been recognizably the same show. Would it have? No, it wouldn't have. None of the if you watch any of the other episodes in season season seven. There's characters from season one, season six. Huh. Absolutely no, right? No, none. But, same it, is, is the but it would have been about teens. Like, yeah, that's the main thing. Uh, no, they go off the rails. They're like escaping drug lords in like Morocco in these big like RV jeeps. In um, season six, in the finale of season six. Yeah, so I would say honestly, <laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds yeah. like it kicks ass. Interesting. Why did you pick season six? <laughs> I mean, we could return to it. That sounds like uh, well. Well, as Ian, fucking awesome. as Ian said, I don't know that there was a good choice. Like, I think both no. finales had their We talked hiccups. about this, uh, uh, Stephen and I, because uh, one of the arguments Travis at one point made was that the episode, like the season six finale was called finale, but the season four finale was called, like, final goodbyes, and the season two finale <laughs> the was end also of every just called, season is called finale. finale, I believe. Yeah, it's still, it's still yeah. like that, so it's like, no, this is just how the show yeah. goes. Yeah, because yeah. the other... The other format thing for the show is each episode follows or like has a main character perspective and the episode titles are usually just that character. So there are multiple episodes that are just called Tony, including one of the ones we're going to talk about today. Uh, and uh, just to put in, yeah, like where I know for a fact, because I dropped off in season four, I know that the main character of Redux, we last see maybe murdering a psychologist who beats another person to death with a baseball bat. And then it's just like... Boom! Okay, that's the end of this show. We're gonna pick up a new season. So this was oh, what yes. I remembered Skins being. Uh, hmm. It's just that the finale was a bit, to quote Bill Hader, uh, "Don't you go wrong round rerow no more," which is uh, a uh, <laughs> a fake British crime movie he made. <laughs> it was like just like an SNL trailer where it's just like, yeah, you know, I love those British crime films. Like, don't you go wrong round rerow no more. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like that's what the show was, the finale. Yeah. Where I was like, what the it really, fuck, it man? felt like it felt like that. It really did. It felt like I turned on the back half of Sexy Beast and was just like, I don't know, this is too stylish for what this is. <laughs> but first, we have to talk about Tony. Tony, we have to talk yeah, about tone. Nicholas Holt. Hey, Tone. Yeah, Tony. Uh, we start out with we see uh, Tony wake up in his bed that has a naked woman and a naked man laying next to each other, and he's in the middle. Perfect, perfect <laughs> wait, opening wait, shot. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait, like, wait this wait, is wait, what the wait, show wait, is about on the duvet yes. cover, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not you the, just said he woke up between <laughs> two nude <laughs> between, he- between two headless uh, naked <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you, okay. So on his blanket, there's a woman and a man, and they're naked, and pictures of them. You know. Yeah. Without the heads, and we see his head poking out of the top in the middle between them. A garden yeah. stay on board. shot. Yes. Yeah, it's great. It's perfect. Good shot. Good shot. Sets the tone. Wakes up, staring at his neighbor, who is clearly getting changed in front of the window because she knows that he watches and she enjoys it. Then his who, who little doesn't? sister... Who doesn't? Uh, non-exhibitionist. His little sister Effie comes <laughs> home from some night out, um, waves him down, uh, and they they have this little thing. Effie, who becomes one of the main characters of of later seasons. Effie is probably like the most shown character. Effie is the main character of Skins. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Effie doesn't speak in like the whole first season, right? 
Yeah. She's selectively yeah, I think she mute. She talks in maybe the last episode. Huh. Yeah, I was gonna. It was like as I was watching it, it was all coming back to me, and I was like, this character doesn't talk, right? She just yeah. like. That's probably why they set her up with an evil psychiatrist who tries to like t- destroy her mm-hmm. memories to keep to himself or whatever, which is an insane huh. thing. <laughs> huh. I was just reading insane. that and I was like, Matt's got to watch this whole show. <laughs> if the pilot so, didn't suck the, so much ass, I would watch this show. <laughs> the pilot is good. The I want to hear what you hear sucked about it. it but fine. anyway. Yeah. Um, so then um, we... He, they clearly understand each other, and so he turns on his his speaker really, really loud. So his blasting some napalm will... death. Oh, Thank that's you. what that was. I knew you'd know. <laughs> Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't recognize. It sounded like Ministry, honestly. But then I looked at the soundtrack, and, and uh, there was definitely no other at any point in this episode anything that could conceivably be a napalm death song. So <laughs> I think this was it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Supposedly so. you also hear right there at some point this episode. That's like the yeah, first no, thing you up. hear. Oh, is that just like it, that's playing? He wakes up. He starts doing his morning okay. workout during right there. There's right. an eight and a half poster in his room. Yes, I'm in it. A blow in this up specific, poster also. Yeah. Or blow, is it blow up or blow out? It was one of um, them. So he's an Italian film nerd uh, listening to Napalm Death, and then his dad, who or step stepfather, maybe actual dad, unclear. I think I think it's his dad. Yeah, uh, dad. Yeah. His dad starts <laughs> screaming just, at him. Just a bad guy. Yeah, his dad starts screaming at him to turn off the music, and Effie wanders in her room, starts getting changed, uh, and then he turns it off. Then he goes to the bathroom, um, climbs out, locks the door, climbs out the window, goes and starts eating breakfast so that his father cannot use the bathroom. He comes down swearing about him. And, this is uh, a moment where I was like, funny. never have kids. Just never have children. Yeah. You have the potential to have a monster. Well, this be, child maybe is a don't monster. be a monster to your kids. Yeah. I don't know. This kid could just be a sociopath. From what I remember, actually, this kid's just a this sociopath. This kid definitely is. Uh, well, yeah. also, He's complex, this guy does say, guys. He's fucked His up. His character grows as he gets hit by a bus and forgets himself. That's, That's how correct. he has to grow. Yeah. And also, at some point, someone... Someone also drugs his sister and then tries to make him rape her uh, yep. if he wants her to call uh, an ambulance, apparently. Uh, I've, I've but seen was that his fault, really? Travis, you're getting too far into the middle here. Yeah, also, that just, was yeah. really... Like, and just, I don't know. Some fascinating How much stuff. of you... Also, was this all from reading, Travis? This is just from reading. I've never seen you it. Okay, you're, 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 breaking the, you're breaking the you podcast, Travis. We've done it before. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I also want to do... And please forgive me if this was going to be your closing line, Stephen. Uh, but the dad comes downstairs and like the the mom chastises him for swearing so much and then he says quote sodden fucking bollocky titwank where's the twat which you know good set of words Sipo- British the British Sipowitz yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is probably at least the pilot is the sweariest episode of TV we've watched so far yeah because we have we haven't watched the thick of it so this is- uh, yeah and also it, but it's no one likes to swear more than a teen that thinks they're cool yeah oh, yeah he has uh, nicholas holt's perfectly cast is just like kind of a smug douche kid and also weirdly it has um the same deal with Penn badgley in the first episode of gossip girl where it's like we cast this really handsome guy and then we gave him horrible teenager hair yeah, but that's normal. That's like, teenagers fair. have bad hair. Yeah, that's yeah. that's and great to do. It's realistic. It's realistic. Yeah, they he all looks like, like casted as non-actors who are just like ugly teens. I think that's yeah. one of the best things about the pilot is that they all look horrible. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everybody looks like shit. 
I do appreciate that I, like, Googled to see if there were photos of the guy who played Sid without glasses on, and then it wasn't, like, secretly, like, they just must up, like, an attractive teen. I was like, nah, that's what that guy just looks like all the yeah. time. Oh, good. That's yeah. just him. No, good. They, they show him they show him without his glasses on, without his hat on, like, in his bedroom a few times, yeah. you know, maybe Still not in the pilot, like but shit. generally. Yeah. He's a teacher good now. For He's him. retired from acting and is a teacher now. Dude, good for that's him. That's nice. Good for him. Do, you make, do you make good money on British shows? the way you do if you're on like Probably a fucking not. ABC show? I don't know. Probably not to the uh, extent it was, that... It aired on E4, which used to be like some tiny channel, so I don't oh. think they would have made that much. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're getting recognized forever. I mean, yeah. I, I get to be like Dev Patel, yeah. maybe, so... Yeah, it's pretty awkward fair. if he's teaching like high school students, like people that are of the age where they might watch Skins. That's pretty awkward. Oh god, I'm like, pretty sure. Oh, our teachers having a wank in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just constantly saying shit like that. Honestly, honestly, when I went to see what this guy was up to anymore, it was just like a video that was like, my teacher was on Skins or something like that. So. Christ. <laughs> He's got to change Ugh. his whole identity. Also, than the fact that it's I just would like, fake my own yeah, death, I was on dude. skins. I don't know that I, I'd recognize him if he if he like didn't wear the hat, look like didn't that, wear yeah. glasses, and like generally just like you could change your look enough that you wouldn't be immediately recognizable as Sid. I can't yeah. remember. Like I only like glanced at this, but I really hope he went one of the classic child star routes of got jacked. And then <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> that would rule. Yeah, it's. But it's also the thing of like, yeah, I'm best child star on Skins. I'm one of the two that didn't go on to appear on Game of Thrones. Oh. I'm one of the two that hasn't appeared in a film that's been nominated for Best Picture. And oh, I'm not the one that dated Jennifer Lawrence for a long time. I guess these crazy. There's are... been three guys on this show that were all in Best Picture nominees or winners, huh? Three? Yeah. Because Nicholas Holt is in Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, you're right! <laughs> Damn. Yeah, three people in this film or in this show appeared on shows that would, or I mean, in films that would get nominated, and that's not even like including. There's probably some people. I don't know if they'd get nominated, but in the other seasons that went on to success, probably. right? Yeah. Tony is the guy in Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Cool. Witness him making a Witness lot of phone calls. Tony. Witness Tony making a lot of phone calls to his friends to introduce us to all the characters. Uh, yeah. Good way to he, do it, I think. Yeah, yeah I thought that's it ruled. Right. I was like, this is other, a great... Other than the fact that this is, once again, one of those things where I'm like, what time do these children wake up? These are This is before the school. The reveal that this was all a Tuesday is really what fucking made me lose my mind. Ah, sure. But, like, again, we're used to high school shows doing this shit. And yeah. every time now. No, no, it's just after that... After we drew attention to it, and I think in a Friday Night Lights episode, where it's just like, it's like Mimi at the cafe, and I was like, what time is it? Is this five in the morning when they woke up? Somebody's been practicing the clarinet for a while. Like, what do these kids do? They have like two classes a day at college. Wait, but didn't yeah. they say it was a Saturday? At the end of this episode, they were like, it, you can see at the gay bar, it's like Tuesday, big gay night out. Plus, they are in school in this episode. Yeah. Right. Anyway, okay. Let's. That's a problem, but it, it's not really worth treading into that much. Anyway, right, Tony calls. Tony calls all the important people in the show, which at this point include his not girlfriend but lover Michelle, who he calls. Um, who he calls yeah. Nips because she has a weird one weird nipple. Real teen shit yeah, there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Uh, and then he he calls Anwar, talks to his uncle. That's Dev Patel. He calls. What's the guy? Chris is Chris the one? Yeah, the one with the Chris. weird scarf and the is he the one who, who who's try, always trying to hit on his teacher? Yeah, yeah that's Gendry. Chris. Yeah, Gendry. That's Chris. Is that's he, Gendry. Yes. Jesus. Is he a chav? I don't know what his style what is. is. I don't know what that What's is. What's a chav, Travis? <laughs> I don't know. You're supposed this, to tell me. You're the one yeah, who lives in the international I don't live in England. <laughs> I don't think he would be a chav, but he's not in a tracksuit. Yeah, I think, uh, if, if I remember right, yeah, a chav is more of like, like, like uh, the kids in Eastwall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just like his style is like Maybe something. Not. Maybe we should, expl- no, no, we should explain yeah. it to the listener. What's a chav? No, no. No? Track suit, <laughs> no. slicked back hair, I think I get into some sort of class sticks. politics in him. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, maybe maybe none of us are the correspondent for that. Oh, man, now I'm just thinking of the end, the, the party at the end, uh, where the N-word is said a bunch while a bunch of white teens grind on each other. And that is it, actually like probably a the most realistic teens. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was... Uh, I was promised drum and bass and did not receive it. Yeah, where was that's the- true. <laughs> that's true. They did say drum and bass, <laughs> never but being promised drum and bass and, and not actually getting drum and bass would be a thing that would happen at a private school, like a private girl, private school girl's 16 year old ass party in her parents mansion being like, oh, actually, it turns out that my friend, I don't know, Preston is going to DJ instead. And then he just plays Nelly like <laughs> like that sound that all it checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he, so he, he hatches a plan to have Sid lose his virginity, uh, because he's obsessed with Sid losing his virginity, and he asks, uh, Nips if she'd do it, which seems like it's mostly just to, to, like, prank her. He doesn't actually want Michelle to sleep with Sid. And, well, also, Sid is, like, in love with Michelle. Correct. Has, like... So many photos, so many three megapixel photos of her on his phone. <laughs> that was such an interesting thing, and the, the creepy dad. I don't the creepy, know if I would like, say interesting. <laughs> sure enough. Anyway, so they had this plan. They had this plan to buy a bunch of weed, sell it to make money, and get Sid laid all at the same party. So uh, why is Tony friends with Sid? Uh, I, that probably gets explained some. I think you have to you have to have someone you think is a loser be your friend, <laughs> so you feel good about yourself. If you're Tommy, damn, yeah, that, okay, that, might, Tommy, that, yeah. that is a good enough answer, yeah, because he's a child sociopath. <laughs> That's true. Also, you don't know how long they've been friends. They might have just like played together, forever. like yeah. played together when they were eight, and it just never ended. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I because like I get why Sid is friends with Tony, even though Tony is again a monster. I just don't see why. There's like, no question that Tony's a monster. We're not going to yeah, debate that. Yeah. This is also one of those confusing friend groups that exists in this where it's just like, feels like Tony would just be like friends with other popular people, but we get like a ragtag group. There are, yeah. maybe there are other popular people and maybe, he's, he's maybe, you know, it's not that simple. He's the ragtag group. That's, yeah. You know, that's a He guy. wants to be the coolest. Yeah. And I mean, he, he, he especially if he's friends with Sid forever, like, you know, maybe he's trying very hard to you know introduce them to this life of being a cool sociopath guy with a girlfriend named nips 
Sid's dad is also Peter Capaldi. That's the most important takeaway to me. We don't get enough Peter Capaldi. We just get his voice, which I mean, unmistakable. Unmistakable. Yeah. <laughs> Never once has someone thought, is that Peter Capaldi? No, no, no. It's always, that's Peter Capaldi. Uh, so then we see them meet at the cafe, and uh, Tony tells Sid that they're going to get a girl spliffed up so that she will have sex with him. And uh, anyway... They decide that maybe it'll be Cassie, a girl who just got out of the mental a mental hospital for some number time. Um, it seems that she has some issue with food, but we're not really shown what it is. She basically deals with like some severe form of anorexia combined with some f- form of I don't know. It's never really gone into. Yeah, it, it, like it, they I seem mean, to she has a really OCD. In a later scene, yeah. which uh, they do, they, they imply OCD, but it she has trouble eating, and it's implied her anorexia is for attention as opposed to like um, physical, like how she views herself. But like it gets people to pay attention to her. If she Somebody thinks that, but that, I don't think yeah. it's implied that that's the truth. I thought she says that directly. No, I think she's going for anorexia as a control thing. I that's how I take it. What do you mean? Like, a lot of people, you stop eating because that's the only thing in your life you can control if you have other things that you're dealing with. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I think my, what you might be referring to, Travis, is, like, there's a scene where Sid's like, when everything's so fucked up, what do you do? And she says, they're laying on a trampoline. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, th- that's fine. Um, we can jump they're around. Laying the show jumps around. Yeah, he's, he says, what do you do when everything's so fucked up and you can't make sense of anything or the equivalent? And she says, I just stop eating until they take me to the hospital. Which, like, I don't know if that really says it's attention. I think it's just, like, I get so overwhelmed that this is something and, I don't know, maybe it resets or maybe, like, I don't, I don't know, but I don't know that it's, quote-unquote, for attention based mm-hmm. on that being the solution to everything being overwhelming to her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, huh. Tony tells Sid to go get drugs. Uh, then then we, see, we see Tony singing a song... In a room full Whoa, of women. Hey. He's singing a song from My Fair Lady. He's singing on the street where you live. <laughs> uh, and right. what's and what's totally, definitely his voice, and so not a thing that he's really <laughs> thinking. Uh, while also like making eyes at every girl there who's never seen including, him before, including the teacher. Yes. Always. What a cop out to ADR the voice, like. I'm used to the Riverdale method of just like we are gonna morph whatever vocal take we can get from them <laughs> into sounding like <laughs> anything usable, but uh, it is going to be them. So bad. <laughs> like the amount of digital manipulation <laughs> in the voices on that show. There's nothing that they can do to make KJ Apple's voice sound good. Oh my god, it's so, <laughs> so fucking terrible. Anyway, sorry, Ian. Uh, That's fine. Yeah. Uh, a, a random French teacher at this all-girls school gets mad at him uh, while he's on the phone talking about how he's going to fuck his girlfriend. And he's like, Oi! Like, you, what's all this then? To the guy. Or to Tony. <laughs> this is uh, my new favorite bit. Yeah. He's, he's mad that Tony's... He's, committing to. he's mad that Tony is traipsing through the all-girls school. Tony explains that he's yeah, doing it because... Being disrespectful. There's a shortage of men in the, the, the city choir... 
Uh, well, you skipped the part where he gets invited to a party. I do have a question because it seems yeah. like he knows that everybody's going. To, he's like, we're all going to go to a party and get Sid laid. And then he gets invited to a party later. Was that just convenient? Yeah. Was that the party they planned on going to? Uh, no, like, I think he was planning on throwing a party because then everyone backs out of what they were going to do. So then they mm. go to that party. Okay. Because I took him going like, yeah, 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 I'm going to go to that party. And then when his plan fell through, he's like, ah, oh, fuck, looks like I'm going to that party. Okay. It's a lot like in 10 Things I Hate About You, where they hijack one party to make it into a different party. I also thought about 10 Things I Hate About You during that party, because I was expecting someone to do the Julia Stiles dance. It would not have been out of the place <laughs> for someone to do just a truly awful dance while everyone else <laughs> acts like it's really good and hot in that scene. <laughs> And then, like, yeah, she would just pass out, and you're like, wait, was that supposed to be, like, good? I mean, this is a good movie and funny, but, like, okay. So, uh, everyone pretty much agrees to go, except for the girl who plays the clarinet, whose name I forget. And, uh, what's her name? Jal. Jal. And uh, Maxie and Chris and Anwar, who are going to... Maxie's the gay friend. I don't think we've touched on no. him. Maxie... For the tap dance call... at the beginning. Yeah. The most amazing opening scene. Took a phone call while tap dancing, which is cool. Travis, is it I... cool to take a phone call while tap dancing? Yeah, he was good. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't be mad if anybody does this. If any of you take it up. <laughs> I might be annoyed if, because, yeah, I would also be like, stop tapping, but, like, as far as what he was doing, I don't know. Is what's that sound in the background? Oh, I'm just tap dancing would be a little jarring. It's a good way to, like, make a visual scene out of two people talking on the phone yeah he's maybe the most 2008 dressed character in this show it's really hard to pick though i don't know like chris wears so many scarves yeah did anyone <laughs> did, did kids in southwest england wear south pole i feel like that would have helped God. really situate this i don't know what south pole is. i don't know what that is <laughs> okay well then <laughs> never mind Okay. Travis actually means the North Face, but is saying no. South I'm talking. No, I'm talking. I, I know what I'm talking about. We got I mean. sued last time, Ian. He can't say it anymore. It's our code. <laughs> the North. You know, face, South Pole, the ones who make those windbreakers and like the fleeces. No, probably again. That would probably be chav related. We don't have any chavs, from my understanding. I feel like Travis has like a dictionary of British slang. I have also been watching Ted Lasso, so there's like the it's it's infiltrated. I mean, they he mostly has a dictionary. That show. He has a dictionary of British slang, but like the right half of the pages torn off, so he only gets a little bit of the definition. So he can see all the words, but he can only see part of the definition. He's like, "Is this what this is?" A person who dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, have, do we have any geezers on here? The show did make me want to listen to the streets. <laughs> that says a Starts lot. Out. Actually, you never really want to listen to the streets. Uh, they've got a couple fun ones. The streets are one of those bands or one of those artists where I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm worldly now. I like this. And then a few years later, I went back and I was like, I was lying to myself in that yeah. moment. <laughs> I can get into some grime, but the streets right, so is like It turned out there were actual talented British rappers <laughs> yes, around. Yes, that was what it <laughs> was. Yeah, like this white guy with an absurd accent. Man, remember when Skepta was dating Adele? Yes. And now Adele's dating Rich Paul or whatever. Yes. Uh, Maxie's bringing Anwar and Chris on to, to some big gay night out. Sid goes to a... Uh, 
Yeah, this is the worst part of the of the episode <laughs> for me. Um, but Sid goes. Sid goes to what's clearly like a a home brothel sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, who's he looking for there, Stephen? He's looking for Spliff. What was the char- no, what no, was the character's what's name? The person. Um, uh, he's looking for what Tony called him the Mad Twatter, but we don't meet him for a bit. Instead, <laughs> we meet a couple of a couple of sex workers who think that. I legitimately th- didn't that sound like a man breathing? That sounded like a fucking man breathing over. Did that, is that what that what sounded is that, like to you? What is happening over there? Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> it was terrifying. Is there somebody in the window? One for sorrow, two for joy. But I don't know if they're really bringing it. Holy shit! They said Mad Twatter, and he appeared behind them. Is he Candyman? Yeah. This is the mustache. So. So, um, one yeah, of them. He, 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 that's how he has to breathe through that ridiculous mustache. <laughs> he just it looks like David Lowry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we can skip oh, through. Deb Patel was we... like, this guy makes sense to me. I feel I've been around this before. We can skip past the some people are sex workers humor and uh, go to the part where uh, Tony is. Tony realizes that there's tons of weed everywhere and that not as many people are coming to the party and it's a different kind of party. So he tries to tell Sid not to buy the weed, but Sid's phone is off. Uh, and Stephen, this was a moment where I did think of you. <laughs> Just why? Like, because did you, his phone was did off. Did you not look at any of the seventeen messages that have been sent to you that address the situation? Like, now we're involved in some hijinks that were completely unforced. <laughs> all, all of this would have been if you had just charged your phone. All of this would have been would have been saved, but. His phone, it, the crazy thing is that he, like, turned it off out of respect. You know, he just, like, turned it right back on when he got to school. Yeah. <laughs> on Friday, on Friday, Allie and I agreed to go to the beach together. Oh, yeah. And my, it was very far away. I rode it um, on my bike an hour to get to this beach. Uh, but my phone died on the way there, and we couldn't find each other. So then we went swimming, and then we arrived back at her house at the exact same time. <laughs> Not having seen each other. <laughs> Not having seen each other at the beach at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so so we were not in the same place went to meet at the beach both went to the beach both swam at the beach this left is, the beach and arrived this, at her house at the exact same time the swimming is the part of this that throws me the most because if i was Why? going to meet my friend at the beach and i didn't I like my phone had died. I, my, I guess my thought wouldn't be time to continue doing beach activities. Oh, uh, like, no, but the thing is, ah, but the thing you're is, not gonna, you're not going to not swim. <laughs> no, but the thing is, I couldn't find her. She couldn't find me. At a certain point, we were both like, ah, fuck it. Might as well do the beach activities. Like, we, yeah, can, it took we, an we hour, got here. Like, you didn't, you didn't just walk around on the beach just going, Allie! Allie! <laughs> and then someone like put their hand over your mouth because I guess like the dude that's in the woods is basically a vampire or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, Mad Twatter PhD, Madison Twatter PhD shows up uh, after the sex worker tells him not to stare because he's sensitive. Uh, she means stare at the mustache. It's a big old handlebar fucking Fu Manchu ass thing. Was this? Um, I, I didn't really understand what the deal was with that. Look, Don't. this was this was ill-conceived. Like, <laughs> this yeah. whole thing. This whole mad twatter side story was ill-conceived and not good. They was the... 
oh, we're going to have some hijinks. This yeah. will be zany. I did like the paintings in his apartment. I liked the shot where it was just like, you know, it, it reminded me of the the part in The Big Lebowski where he sketches over and then it's just the drawing of the two people having sex. No, she draws a like, guy with a huge dick. Oh, sorry, you're right. The, the guy <laughs> yes. with a huge dick. But it's just like this kind of crude cartoon, like people having sex. And it's yeah. just like Sid awkwardly staring at this guy with this giant painting of people having sex over his shoulder. Mm. And then cutting to the other guy who's glaring at Sid with a different painting of people having sex over his shoulder. That was fun. So this yeah. guy is sensitive about the mustache that he chooses to have. Yes. And if you stare at it, it will make him feel self-conscious about his choice to have this mustache. Right. And I he's suppose supposed to be, he's like unstable. He could fuck with you cuz yeah, then he like um tries to uh threaten Sid's balls uh or say that they're collateral for if he doesn't get paid back cuz <sighs> like the reason why they went to him is because you could buy now and pay him back later. But then he, but then he made that. Then he said, "Okay, but if you're doing that, you're buying three ounces, not one." Yes. And then, so he gets these anyway. huge bags of weed in these in fucking grocery bags. Uh, Wait, actually, like- I actually do need to tell a story right now. So uh, the first time I ever bought drugs in my life, um, I was like, "What if I bought weed?" Uh, <laughs> it's like, "What if? What would? What would that look like?" And it was <laughs> nice because. It turned out that one of my good friend's roommates could get it for me. And I went to her house, and I was like, hey, I was like nervously like, hey, could I get some weed? And she was like, how much do you want? And it was one of the most extreme I am a white male moments of my life, because instead of being like, I don't really know how that's measured, I instead said, I got this, and said... (laughs) Four ounces. <laughs> because I was like, an ounce, that's really small. It's a really small amount. By four ounces? Is that a good... Is that a that's good... how I, I've all sort of done that until I saw people, the Skins episode, frankly. People in the house... Jeez, Travis. People in the house like that I didn't know were listening like laughed. <laughs> like, people like upstairs. Like, Did you like, immediately oh, pivot know. and go, sorry, I said ounces, I meant... I meant a fourth of an ounce. I meant a fourth of an ounce. Sorry, sorry, I haven't been sleeping well. Like, immediately. Sorry, I said four ounces. I meant a fourth of an ounce. Like, no, 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 no. That's not my brandy. And my brand, is to, my brand is to go, is that a lot? Four pounds. I'm selling now. Four kilos? Is that a, is that, that's a measurement people use for drugs? All they're of like, the weed you like, have. The party. King, kingpin over here. What's four ounces of weed? <laughs> <laughs> How much did you actually end up with? Four ounces. Oh, I think I gave you up. Didn't. I think I was just like, this you're isn't like, meant to be. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, also, like, how much did they charge you? And you're like, that seems like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They were, they were really nice. Like, they were really nice people. They were just like, that's not how much weed you want, Steven. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. I like to buy in bulk. It's a discount. Yeah. Or they're like, you Is might actually like a have a substance problem. You're buying this much or Okay, so this was before the time that you bought an astronomical amount of weed for your girlfriend's birthday or whatever. I bought the exact amount of weed that she wanted me to buy. What happened there was it was just really, really, really pungent. Like, it was just like, for some reason, it was just the stinkiest, smelliest Uh. weed ever. And then I got pulled over. I did, and for some doc- reason, I remember you having just like a whole pack of weed. Hold on. Like, your, car, your car has odor lines coming out. 
And an office, and then a doctor was like, "Are you okay, sir? I saw the odor lines coming off your car." Yeah, a car doctor pulled me over and said, Is your "Wait, a mechanic?" Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "These odor lines coming off are clearly smoke from this car." So anyway, ugh, he gets three ounces. Uh, Madison, the drug dealer, PhD, tells him uh, that he's got seventy-two hours to pay it back. I think it. I don't, does he pay three hundred quid for the three ounces? That's a really good deal if that's the case. It's what he owes. I don't think he pays it. I think that's what he's gonna owe. How much? Yeah, I just. I, I'm that's, just saying. It's a pound. Quid just means like one quid's, unit quid's, of whatever you are. Yeah, quid's basically yeah. like a buck. A buck. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes you knock over a Fanta in the street and some guy's like, that's two quid! And then chases you a hundred meters. That's true. I, I did not tell that story to anyone but Ian and Allie here, but uh, yeah, I got, I got, I got, um, a man, a man grabbed my backpack and asked if we were going to have a problem because I knocked over his Fanta, which was squarely in the bike lane. Uh, and, uh, he was very, very mad, chased me down, um, tried to push me off my bike, but... Eventually got hit by a taxi, so it all worked out. <laughs> this is a Skins episode. This is a Skins episode. What you just described is an episode of the TV show Skins. I was very stressed. I thought that man was going to punch me about the Fanta. I really did. And instead, um, a taxi came in and saved the day. Have you been punched yeah, in Ireland true. yet? Have I been punched? Like, no. ha- I, I, I don't know. Have you, you been glassed? Have Brook? Have I been punched since we got to Ireland? You'd know. I think COVID really put a damper on us getting punched. Yeah, you're right. Chances. That would that would that would like really. That Phantom you know, might have been the closest. I've a lot of bar fight, a lot of pub fights you could have gotten in. But, Steven, uh, is it true that they uh, mercilessly roast fashion in Ireland the way that that one Twitter thread made it seem? <laughs> yes, absolutely, all the time, all the time. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I, I was a- I was wearing a purple like puffy coat, and some man asked me why I brought my sleeping bag out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> When I was in high school, we, uh, one of our history teachers was Irish, and uh, there was a kid that was wearing red shoes. Uh, he was walking behind, and he goes, are you in Kansas? <laughs> <laughs> so it does track yeah. in my experience. Irish people are funny is the thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, <sighs> okay, they go, to the, they go to the party with all the weed. Uh, the girl hosting the party is Abigail. She's like, oh, are these your fronds? Uh, which is a good a bit. bit. It's a, such a good bit. And, like, he'd been hearing it the whole time, and they had not. So the first reaction of one of the other people that came with him was, what? And he's just like, yeah. Just, like, powers yeah. through. <laughs> which is also, yeah, that's also good. Is He's like, I'm used to fronds. You're not used to fronds. <laughs> Uh, she introduces her her friends, most of whom are named Sarah. And good bit because uh, they were probably all born in 1990. So yeah. like, look, like there are moments where I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I smiled, but I just there was just a lot of the like, mm, I'm a different person. Skins, yeah, yeah, but like just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not good. Like it was quite good. Oh, also, wait, hold on, can we have a conversation about the word oik? Yeah, the the, the angry French teacher I meant to talk about. The French teacher calls calls him a common little oik. I I don't know what I would do in this country. That sounds like a minor enemy that you'd run into in, like, fucking, I don't know, Rayman. (laughs) No, that's too French. No, Rayman (laughs) would be some French thing. It'd be a French thing. (laughs) Sorry. Just trying to think of, like, a platformer. Um, Yeah, I don't know what it is. 
an uncouth or obnoxious person. Yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Descriptive so, word. So I did skip a scene where Chris is in class with his teacher, and she's crying, and then he goes and says, I could say you touched me up in the shower, and he, she says, please do. And I don't understand. What, what was no, that? No, no, She was I, dating another teacher the sports science teacher, and he's saying he's... He could say, he man. touched me up in the shower. Okay, okay, yes. okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, and there's a lot of, like, shots of her boobs while she's sad, uh, to give you Chris's POV, I guess. Chris says Angie, um, just, like, every third word, because that's her name. Yeah. He it's does, third. yeah, he's really showing off that he calls his teacher by her first name. <laughs> Which, to me, to me, is normal, so I don't understand the... Yeah, but, he, but that freak. doesn't mean you have to say it every sentence. <laughs> fucking freak, Travis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and he also like he just looks so ridiculous. <laughs> He's wearing it's this really more one than of the, the strangest scarf. outfits. More than the scarf, it's that specific era where beanies had the bills. Yeah, and he's got it to the side and he's wearing like Yeah, there should be CKY <laughs> flying every time this guy steps out the door. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. I have to say I really liked the wide orange culottes. I would wear those in Dublin and get mercilessly made fun of it. Culottes are like, like okay, culottes are like a short that goes below the knee. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They go to the party. Uh, a lot of white, a lot of white people dancing. Sid and Cassie talk in the kitchen. Cassie rearranges an entire. I did a lot of thinking about what I would do if I if I if I was out. And there was a party, or even if I was at the party and I just was somewhere else, and someone rearranged my kitchen. Mm. What like that? That's one of the worst, the worst like victimless crimes. <laughs> like you cannot possibly arrest someone for rearranging your kitchen. But also, fuck. Like, I'm sort of broke into your home and only yeah didn't take anything, just rearranged. It would like, be horrible. I would hate that. Serial. Yeah. There, there are Home very enter. few things that would make me more mad. And they oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, shelf. that would be my John Wick moment for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm glad you said that, Matt, because now I've realized that having that happen to me and having my brain is so manageable <laughs> compared to you. <laughs> Steven, I want to be honest. Would you notice or would you walk into the kitchen after it's been meticulously rearranged and go, huh, I don't remember putting this there? Well, it would take it would take like five different things where I'd be like, oh, I thought the silver, I thought the silver was in this. Could drawer. they move? Could oh, you <laughs> think? Do you think they could move the fridge and you wouldn't notice? That is absolutely my house. My house. Can, my house's look, fridge cannot be you moved. You had to look where the fridge is, though. You had to look where the fridge is in the room. It wasn't I like know the where the of- fridge is. I think. I think it's just because the fridge is in my view. It was just sort of like a visual cue. Also, Allie turned, so I was like, oh, maybe well, I should okay, turn. I've only been here three times. You know, I yeah, still not live there. No, I'm just, saying, a- I'm just saying I was taking I was taking like motion cues. I'm not saying I needed oh. to know where the fridge was. Uh, party sucks, but uh, Tony is sexy dancing with Michelle Nips. and Sid is watching. And we cut to the gay Big party. Gay Big gay, Big gay night, night Which is even worse than the party. They've got yeah. like block lettered Big Gay Night Out 
in on the wall and that's like the extent of the decorations there's yeah. like three people dancing and and they're all just sitting there yeah, uh, and where decide... chris expected there to be women there because it's a gay bar and they'd feel safe and then they could go hit on them at the gay bar the classic move that always works uh this yep. was 2000 whatever seven people thought that was so the they thing. go to the party they go to the party basically immediately after that like they walk in somebody touches somebody somewhere that they didn't somebody touches abigail like without her permission then somebody else rushes in and punches them and then the 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 other sense of humor that i really did not like was the here's this foreign person mm. let's make fo- the, let's make foreign person it was really like stravaganica stravetovinsky like yeah, fucking yeah. dodgeball humor yes. yeah <laughs> i thought of that as well <laughs> <laughs> Steven, um, I, it's been so long since I watched Dodgeball when you first said that name. I was like, that's one of the characters in the moth joke, right? No, no. Gregor. She talks like Rolf from Ed, Ed, and Eddie at one point when she was <laughs> like, we steal car and then make love in it, English boy. We like, make love in car, Ed boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she literally throws a glass against the ground and removes her shirt and is like, finally, the men are here. And it's just like, what? What? Yeah, no, this was terrible. But. It's funny because I thought they got a lot of like really meaningful points about like class and mm. and like growing up, uh, and then they just put in like some really stupid humor. But then a couple of their bits were good, so it's just like they were just really like swinging a lot, and sometimes they made great contact. Uh, but you know, you can sometimes make a, they you, spun in a full circle after missing. It's, and, and they like landed on a, a knee. bunch of people for like just who were bystanders. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It was the, it was that embarrassing thing where you where you swing so hard that your arms go around your back and then you like accidentally fall and everybody laughs and then you get up and then you hit a home run. And then for me, they got up and you're just like, oh, I guess that was like a single, but I think there was like a fielding error, which really led to that character or to that person getting on base. I don't really know. There's if no I can such put thing as a fielding error. They've, they're not. There's no defense. There's defense against bits. I think. Yeah, I, I consider myself <laughs> on the front lines. Matt, Matt is on the defense against bits, <laughs> and honestly, generally against television shows, even though I am on this podcast. Anytime I can talk somebody out of watching a show, that's a major victory for me. You see, you see someone really unfunny come up to bat, and you're like, "All right, everyone, the yo, close in, we're, we're <laughs> easy up. out, move in, easy out, move in, easy out." <laughs> God, the most demoralizing thing in the world as a nine-year-old is one person <laughs> saying, "Easy out, move in," like, and just you mm. could never recover from that shit. Or you, you style on them you fucking hit one into the outfield over it depends yeah but normally you couldn't do that if they were if they're calling you out as the easy yeah no the thing is is they the thing is is they were always right right. (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i wish i had been on a level to like fool them in the first couple uh, at bats and then like absolutely crush it once they move in hustle but yeah like like hustle the fucking baseball team when you're you're 10 years old This has been a reoccurring thing throughout my life is possessing the mental acumen to deeply understand the game, but yeah. lacking the physical ability to carry through <laughs> on that real high IQ, low ability type yeah. of play out there. 
I mean, There's... Travis and I in intramural basketball were able to create the spacing like we were the Spurs, but we just couldn't fucking finish. Yeah. We just couldn't <laughs> do Travis it. Travis is pretty good at shooting. Yeah. I, 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 I was just thinking short. about my, my one career basketball highlight where uh, I was at like the top of the key and a guy defending me like backed off and he went, shoot it. And then I did and I made it. I was very happy about it. <laughs> he'll never forget he will never forget that moment ever i'll never forget that kid he played for class Laying in high school in bed, it was one of our like it was like dementia. our only win that year i think or no we probably lost that game too i don't know it was bad <laughs> that was the that was Sad i was on a team you. that lost i lost our team lost 80 to 20 and 50 to 8 at different times during that season <laughs> So, uh, we hear what sounds like Cassie very excitedly being fucked because that's what they want us to hear. Uh, and then bit. they pan out. Yeah. Classic bit pan out from behind the trees to see that she is jumping on a trampoline and going, wow, wow. I mean, what if you comes a fucking catchphrase? Wow. Is it? <laughs> Uh, Travis loves trampolines. <laughs> They're great. So jumping on a trampoline is fun as hell. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Travis, when you get on a trampoline, do you immediately do a backflip? This seems like the type of no, thing. No, I was never able to do a backflip. Mm, I, okay. I did a lot of front flipping in my trampoline days, but I just could never quite get <laughs> wow. over the, like... <laughs> The, like you, there's like a mental block to like. There's like, a mental I block. Mean, by mental block, I mean like I think your cerebellum literally being yeah. like, "Do not do this." No, but I, <laughs> I, I just want to get back on the in my trampoline days. My neighbor had a trampoline growing up, and we spent a lot of time on it. And also, one time we played, you know, a few times we played tackle football on it. And one time he had a seizure from that, and it was fine. We stopped playing football on it, and we kept doing other <laughs> stuff like spraying a hose on it, and running around, doing wrestling moves. It's fine. It's it cool. Are, being a kid is, you're never gonna die. This was my same neighbor that we'd play the game where one of us wore a leaf bag on their head and no, ran around I, until the other person tackled them. And then one time totally I ran into a satellite dish. We had a very <laughs> similar game that caused Matt killed right? Yeah. Matt got a concussion, rolled out onto one of the high speed roads in Aurora in a sleeping bag over his head. With no stop sign. Feeling himself lose consciousness. You're a kid. You're never gonna die i don't understand there's no judgment on travis was that the last time we did that i feel like we did it again oh yeah it happened again we recruited more people to the activity we are dumb bitches who will never grow we will never learn i was more thinking like i was just more thinking like have i ever been on a trampoline Ever? Probably yes. I just can't think of any time. I can't think of any time. Yeah. That is crazy. You gotta go the to the person... jump zone or whatever they're called. Bounce around. Sky until zone. Your knee, until your knees hurt immediately. And like, Dude, ah. my left <laughs> knee <laughs> still <laughs> hurts from sky zone. We went one time. <laughs> okay, so Cassie and Sid are on a trampoline. And uh, Cassie is talking about how uh, she she's like, they're they're relating with their struggles. Uh, they're both they both have hard lives. Um, she tells him that she knows that he, not only she but also Michelle knows that he's super into her and that she's into super Tony. Into Michelle. But, yeah, uh, and that Michelle is into Tony, but knows that Sid is actually the one who treats her right and is sweet. Uh, and then she, and then Sid is confused. And then Cassie asks Sid if he's going to fuck her. 
And then he, she says, you need to hurry up because I took a ton of pills. Uh, and he doesn't know what kind of pills. And then she passes out. And then he drags her into the party where a ballroom blitz has broken out. Um, and, <laughs> and the fall uh, is playing, importantly. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, who put that on at the party? That's a really they weird I, thing to play at the party. If I were at that party, I'd put on some Marquis Smith. Why not? I was at the beach alone because Allie and I couldn't find each other. And <laughs> and I and I, I I had my work laptop because I got directly from working in beach. my bag that was mesh at, at the beach. The beach. Uh, <laughs> you can you can see my laptop with sand on it if you Dude, look right there. Laptop, he came from my house and was going back to my house. I didn't know whether or not I was going back to your house. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. We can see the sand on my work laptop. It's there. You can see it. Uh, yeah, I'll take your word for it. Anyway. Wow. Uh, so so then I was like, okay, well, I don't really want to go swim and just be stare, constantly staring back at the beach to make sure my laptop isn't being stolen. And I was looking around at a lot of people. I was like, who do I trust the most? And there were about six, like, I, I like there was like okay this girl's alone this couple has a dog these are some teens that are trying to party and there were about six dudes who looked like they were about 20 listening to 15 step by radiohead and it transitioned <laughs> into wide awake by park a courts and they were like sort of trying to play volleyball but not really good and they clearly didn't know the rules and i was like these boys would never harm anyone <laughs> I, love <that> you, <laughs> I love that you were like where are the inside kids at the beach yeah right yeah. exactly <laughs> there were some inside kids who were like okay it's so nice we should try the beach you Mostly, looked around you yeah you looked around you saw six kids wearing black t-shirts and jeans at the the beach and you were like those ones yeah yep 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 just stash it next to the other work laptops that are there <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway yep they were lovely so uh they they rush off um the foreign girls like wait, the we steal car oh. huh I was uh, never mind. I realize now. I was like, wait, they, you gave them your laptop and they rushed off. There's more to this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you were starting to say, but you had pivoted back to the show, and I hadn't realized that at first. And that's this is me. just how I talk, Ian. Um, and it's disorienting always. I bring this up. I know. We all know. experience time in a linear fashion, other than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to train your semicircular canals. Uh, uh, so then they they steal the car. They try to take Cassie to the hospital. They're freaking out. Cassie wakes up. She's fine. Uh, then they pull they, over. They have no idea how to drive. They know how to drive. They, yeah, they're, they're on they're the wrong side of the road. The steering wheel's not even in the right place. So I don't understand what's going on here. Not even trying that one. They, uh, Dev, Patel is, uh. Dev Patel has gotten out to pee. Uh, and Tony accidentally reverses the car into a lake. Dad Patel is uh, is pissing on all of the people who said that he was the ugliest member of Skins. He's like, mm. what do you think now, you fucking fools? <laughs> Fair enough. That was a real thing. Uh, Lots of people were like, that's the ugliest member of Skins. He was just really too skinny. He hadn't really yeah, he like, was developed a, he was like yet. An, he was like an awkward, big-eared yeah. teen, and then, yeah. yeah. Now he looks like Dad Patel. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks like current Dev Patel. He always looked like Dev Patel. Yeah. Um, but. Okay, then they all survive. Uh, we think. They're like, oh, did Chris and the foreign girl get out? 
but then they realize that they can't sell the weed, and then we watch them all walk back into their house, uh, and that's the first episode of Skins. It was great. Did not like it at all. Great episode of TV. Yeah, just really, on a fundamental level, did not connect with a single character. <laughs> yeah. Re- I really well, found every awful. character so vile that I couldn't do it. And I don't need to like characters in shows, know. but, like, yeah. man... I don't know if I found them vile. I just I was g- I found vile because all teenagers are vile. Right. Oh, right. We also forgot. I just Wait, don't need Steven, to be reminded forgot. how bad teens are. Yeah. When he gets, when they get back, so Tony then looks back and the woman who was the exhibitionist right. is there in the window. And it turns out she's married to the French teacher from earlier in the episode but but tony isn't looking at her because he's with sid and he says are you still virgin and sid says yes i i'm trying to tone down the amount of racism against british people that i'm doing here but truly i did not know who that guy (laughs) was but i knew i was supposed to recognize him he just looked like another wide (laughs) pink ham man and i i had no idea if i was supposed to know who he was yeah he he was he was. A, we have Jim Broadbent at home. Uh, is how they're I all. All the adults are generally, from what I read, are played by like notable English comic actors and stuff. Hmm. Uh, so like Harry and Enf- Harry Enfield was the dad, maybe I don't know. Yes, that's yes, a guy. Uh, yes, and he he was a comic partner. Uh, Harry Enfield's a comic partner with the dad creator of the show, and they had like a group that was like Dusty and Dick when they were in college yeah. or whatever. Every, Which, every British comedy duo is like a wee bit of like Luther and Marcus, and they all had like, <laughs> yeah, six episode series that's considered the greatest comedy series of all time by some insufferable nerd that you know. And they all <laughs> end up on this show somewhere. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> And one, and one of them is now like a massive turf who like will not shut the fuck up on Twitter probably. Yeah, that goes without saying. So I take it everyone here except me and Allie are nose on would you watch another episode of Skins? I would watch another episode of Skins, but no more unless there was significant improvements. But I thought it was like, this is amusing. I kind of can. Un- I, I understand why this was like big there, I think. I don't know. I think there's a disconnect between the way that I think there's a disconnect between the way that we grew up and Mm. this like we we had we had such different lives than these people (laughs) like I know this was an exaggeration but like it's an exaggeration of something that is not what we did it was also some curiosity of like how does like Britain do the teen drama compared to like how we do and like it they are very very different uh, as, even though we tried to do skins here on MTV and it failed, uh, have every advertiser pulled out. Just yes, because they were like it's child oh, pornography. That? Oh, yeah. that's why, huh? Yeah, because got, they watched got... the they watched the British one and were like, this is what the American one must. It will have nudity, even though you can't do that on MTV. I guess like I don't know what their the thought process was, but uh, did you see who the the uh, the Tony was in that? No, James Newman. Brother of podcast <laughs> Griffin, host Newman? Griffin Newman. Wow, really? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, he played huh. the American Tony in that one. Yeah, it is funny then that like, and then the British kids is the thing where you're just like, wow, yeah, there's a person who won Best Supporting Actor that we didn't even get to his character yet, and his character name is Posh Kenneth. Yeah, but if I remember, he always is basically wearing like an Atlanta Braves jersey. Yes, 
I Google itched him, and it's like that's an interesting choice for a huh. British person. I don't know. Does the okay. T- did the TBS Superstation make it over there? That's the only. <laughs> are, they, are they England's the team too? <laughs> We're the oh Atlanta Braves. Yeah, they loved Saved by the Bell. Can we talk about why picking the finale for this was complex? Yes, yeah, I was yeah. going to get into that. So Skins ran... So every two years, they'd replace their cast, like I said. And it ran six seasons and went through three generations. And they were like, okay, we're done. Actually, never mind. We're going to do a seventh season. It's called Skins Redux. And it's going to be six episodes. And they're all two-parters on characters that we've known before and following them in their adult lives. But it's also not even like, okay, we're done. It's like, oh, do we want to do a movie? No, actually, we're just going to do seasons or series, sorry, series seven. And here's how we're closing this out. There was never a moment where six was like, and this is the end. Like, Except they for were the like, fact that it's called finale. But they're all but called finale. We went over this. Yeah, they're all called I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> What's, what, Ali, what was your take on the weirdness of the skin seasons? Oh, I mean... Like, the whole point is that they're, like, teenagers. I mean, by season, what, five and six, nobody watched it anymore. I don't think. No. Actually, I actually know that it was the most watched, but nobody relevant. Okay, nobody cool. <laughs> was, that the most, was it the most watched? It was the most watched season, but none of the hot girls huh. were still watching. I okay. would say. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, did, I will say my so one hot. skin story that I have is that I saw the whole cast of season five and six out at Ridley Road Market Bar in London like five years ago. And they all seemed like they were actually friends. So good for them. That's cool. But their Happy season was horrible. I'm seeing if like any of their names are familiar to me. Was so Cook far, in no. season five no. and six? Cook, Cook is, is no, second Cook generation. Three and four. Yeah, Cook's, okay. Cook's yeah. Uh, four or three and four. The show is uh, also criticized of- slash lauded unclear for uh the even numbered seasons were all really dark and the odd numbered seasons were lighthearted. Huh. So they would you'd like build up these characters in like a fun way and then like all the dramatic shit would be in even numbered seasons mm. from my understanding. Yeah, none of the uh none of the main characters of seasons 5 and 6 seem to have gone on to any further success truly. They all have wikipedia pages. One character is named Sam Jackson, which really sucks for him. Huh. And by one character, I mean that's the real name of an actor. I'm sorry, I should stress that. That's yeah. the name of the character. That's a person. I was like, yeah, that would be intentional, live, probably. Who yeah. has to live his life. Uh, yeah. Chris is the one that dies, right? Doesn't he have like yeah, a hemorrhage Chris or something has like a, that? Like some sort of genetic brain hemorrhaging disease. Yeah. Um, and that's his why his brother mom abandons him because she can't stand to see him die. Just, uh. Jesus. <laughs> it is what it is. Jesus. He dies in Cassie's arms, apparently. Oh, of course. Yeah, he does die in Cassie's arms. And and Jal is pregnant with his baby at the time. Or maybe she aborted it already. Wait a minute. Okay. I pulled up the episode. It's crazy if you know that he's going to die and you're not going to keep up the line. Like, that's a specific kind of thing to do. I pulled up. No, I, I pulled up the episode. So he dies in season two. I was looking through. The person who wrote the episode where he died is Daniel Kaluuya. He was also a writer on this show. What the Who's fuck? That? That's yeah. how old was he at the time? That's, he's, Stephen, he's, he's posh Kenneth. Famous he actor, Get Daniel Out. Kaluuya. Best supporting actor for Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, guy. he played Fred yeah. Hampton. Yeah, I know the guy. Yeah, yeah he was on yeah, like the teen just, advisory council. Yeah, it's just the fact that he wrote this episode at, let's see, when did this air? 
He was 19 years old when he was writing. Well, for no, the no, show no, while being no, no, no. Sometimes people say they're 19 when they're actually 31. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's why That's you have to listen point. to every episode, folks. <laughs> Felicity listeners, right? So you got as that I was joke. saying, the reason why this was difficult is. Yeah, series six is three two-part episodes, and we are only watching seven. part two. Yeah, series seven. Sorry, it's three two-part episodes, and we are only watching part two of the third one because they didn't air on the same night, and therefore it fits our rules that it's a separate episode of the show. Uh, <laughs> so we are watching. We watch Rise Part Two, which follows the story of Cook, uh, who now, uh, now I could. I I read the synopsis no. of part one. Did that was you? A mistake. <laughs> I, would, I, I would absolutely no. never. I, went, read I didn't a do it until after. I did, yeah, not no. until after I watched it. Uh, I tried okay. to figure it out on my own. What's the equivalent we can do here? Because my favorite part of this episode was roughly every three minutes, where it would then cut to a title card for some reason. Yeah, just said, skins. Oh uh, yeah, I kept. I actually the, the the second to last time it did that, I was like, guess that's the end of the show. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh no. <laughs> Skins rise. I, I'm well, going to try to rush through this because, like, y'all, not a lot happens. It's It feels like a you? weird, a weird like, horror drama thing. It had, this, like, like the, the ending reminded me of Burning. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was really not expected. Yeah. It, was, it was like a student film is how I would describe it. It did feel one, like a student yeah. film. Oh my one, God. It's the thing where it's like, other than the two parents, everyone's like a 23-year-old, yeah. but they're acting like, in this way, you're like, am I not supposed to realize that this Paul Dano knockoff is supposed, like, this, what is his deal? Uh, yeah, and then it's way too stylish for its own good. <laughs> like, By that it's way too gray? stylized for its own good. Well, it's just the way, gray. like, the camera would move around, yeah. it would do sorts of things, you're just like, okay, what, Why? Uh, and it's also like a vampire story is the only way I can explain why they're hiding in the woods from one dude as if he is a monster. Yeah. As if he's a fucking army, like, or, or a, or a person with superpowers. Well, he had a weapon and they didn't. That's really it. That's a superpower. Also, if he's a vampire, you don't hide in the dark, you hide in the light. Don't be a fool. I mean, you got me there. Just sprinkle <laughs> so, some sand outside the door. You're fine. Yeah. Salt. Right. Salt. Salt. So, sand. No, he's got he's to count every grain. What oh, is this, Travis? <laughs> we talked about this during True Blood episode. It's my favorite piece of yes. vampire lore. If you just sprinkle, I mean, rice is the common one, but it can yeah. be anything. Uh, they got to, I think it's usually rice. If you just, like, dump a bunch, they have to stop and count every grain. They're hiding on, like, a what little... What vampire yeah. lore like, is this? <laughs> It shows uh, up most. occasionally, like people remember. It's what remember. real vampires did. Yeah, that's that's how that's what happened in Bulgaria or whatever all the time. <laughs> that's what you had to do. That's yeah, I yeah I would hide on a little island in a river where you, they can't cross running water, so I would just yeah. live my life. Yeah. On this if I, tiny if I'm in island. the Carpathian forest, I'm bringing a bunch of rice. It's fine. <laughs> <It'll> be okay. <laughs> so anyway, cook. <laughs> who I, I last saw and Ali last saw, and I don't know if Steven last saw, murdering a psychologist who yeah. killed his best friend who was dating Effie. Yeah. I think is how that yes. goes. Yes, he killed Great. John Foster. 
And then he went to like juvenile detention and somehow he broke out, but that's never really discussed. Like he's just out. They don't, they like, you know that he's on the run, but you don't know how the heck he broke out of jail, but he broke out of jail. So clearly Cook has gotten involved with some unsavory characters since breaking out of juvie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like he was in that one. Angelina Emma and Jolie Charlie movie. knew. I'm going to tell you completely new. Yeah. What about the, what about the this other guy? Louis. Everyone knew. Great. Uh, the only Louis. character. Louis. Yeah. So there were there were there were the three movies. The what first was of oh, movies. The first was around Effie. The second was around um, Cassie. Cassie. Ugh, we should have watched one of those. I told. I tried to. But tell we could. We couldn't. We, we can't yeah. just yeah. pick. Yeah. We can't just pick a show in the middle. We can't just pick a show in that. We can't just pick an episode just, in the middle could, of the run order. You guys could just watch the Cassie episodes. You could just watch you those could two. Do that. Yeah, do that on your own. You can't just be like, I would rather I, watch I, the third to last episode. I understand. I, yeah. I, we live, unfortunately, in society. <laughs> we live by a code. Uh, we torture ourselves yeah. for the enjoyment of our so, listener. Yeah, uh, it opens in the way where you know it's like a stylized British crime drama thing because we just get headlights. We just mm. get headlights driving and a no. voiceover that I was like, Am I understanding a word? Of this? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, there you well, go. So you know how he's like going on and on about how they're driving to the ends of the world. I think you could drop from, like, you could drive from the bottom to the top of England in like thirteen hours tops. Yeah, tops. It's like that's as long. Like, and they only go from London to the Midlands. That's maybe four hours. Just like, oh, I drove from Ohio to North world. Carolina. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not. Like, cool, I mean, for in... the length that they went, you went from Cleveland to Cincinnati. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the ends of the world. That's it. Yeah. So they Welcome go to the Midlands. To the beginning uh, and end some, of the world. Some fucking where. Go Wolves. So they show up at Emma's parents' house because they're running from Louie, who has just killed someone. Ian? Um, and therefore, why are we timing out? Uh, to drive from Brighton to Newcastle is six. I'm sorry, is five hours and forty two minutes. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding? And they, this country had an empire. <laughs> I was like, what's the most like classical northern city I can think of? Oh, where? How far is it to Newcastle? It is. Were they in hours. Scotland? They're not even in the north. They're just in the midlands. Yeah, it no, feels like they? they're in the midlands. That's what. Yeah, Liverpool? yeah, no. So I'm telling you to drive from like the <laughs> southernmost city I could think of in in England to like the classical northernmost. City would be the time it would take me to drive to see Matt and Travis. <laughs> these people have a disorder it's where the end of the earth. these people have a disorder where everything is ultra dramatized, right? Like you slept with one girl, therefore, like we might as well be dead. This man has killed a man, therefore, he is clearly like a genocidal supervillain. This, like, we have driven to the ends of the earth because it was three and a half hours, and you had to stop for the bathroom three or four times. Like they're just, this is just like overly dramatized that's I mean, really it's a bit funny in like a sick way when they get the hunting rifle and it's like all fucking over somebody in england's got a gun can we talk about how stupid of a name louis is for like a ruthless drug lord also he looked so bad <laughs> louis looked so bad he was like i was like am i supposed to be afraid of this guy yeah like okay i'm gonna run through this real fast so cook Emma and Charlie show up at Emma's parents' house. Emma, or like whatever, vacation home or whatever. She he she expects them not to be there, but they are there. Um, they they're like, we haven't seen Emma in two years. But then her mom's like, we'll figure it out. Uh, then we get a scene basically where Oof. Cook 
and Emma are arguing. Emma, well, Emma, well, okay. So Charlie's just looking at herself in the mirror, and Emma's like, "Oh, are you just gonna? Are you gonna go to bed? Are you gonna eye fuck yourself all night, or whatever her accent I just is?" Think it is an impractical choice of pajamas when you're running for your life, and it's the winter. I've got to agree with her there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sure, absolutely. However, like. Okay, yeah. No, you're right, you're right. It's just, I mean, it's fine. It's fine that she made a comment. But anyway, so so then she goes down, she confronts Cook. She's like, did you fuck Charlie? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about it in the morning. He's like, no, you're going to tell me right now. And then they end up, like, uh, fucking. And then I guess he goes soft. And then he's like... I thought he, I thought he was done. Your, I, thought, I thought he was finished. Yeah, I, thought I thought he went he soft. Just, he seemed like he came. And then there were... And then she Maybe goes, even your soft. dick but tells he, but she lies. Goes, and even your dick lies. Yeah, God. you're right. You're so right. He I, think he went, go I think soft. he went soft. Yeah. Um, and your parents are upstairs the whole time. That's true. And Charlie. Um, and God, this really did feel like... It really felt like somebody who thinks they're so profound wrote it and is like 18 yeah. and in like I mean, first year of drama college. Uh-oh. We can't hear you, Ian. I know I'm whispering. Oh, okay, because oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's my takes. No, that's all. I was like, that's how the pilot felt as that's well. The whole show. <laughs> I'm so edgy, aren't I? I'm so no. edgy. I know. I'm not edgy. No. The pilot was good with some sprinkles of like. We're trying to be too edgy in the same yeah. way like every HBO show does that. Yeah, it felt like a Showtime show. Like maybe what a teenager a actually showtime-y. thought was cool. Right. This, these are two very, very different levels of bad. So I uh, guess that you guys just prefer the dad who wrote the pilot versus the son who wrote the finale. Oh, I yes. guess this is what we're learning. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I guess is that, that. I was wondering, I was hoping it was the same, but instead, no, it's the father-son duo. That's fucked. Oh, that's that's so messed up. Uh, uh, I'd say these were about the same so quality then, level. They were just bad in different ways. Oh God, that's such a bad take. You to be it's into such, this that's show. such a bad take. Watching Skins, the actual season when I was fourteen, was revelatory. Which maybe is the most like, the meanest thing I can say about Skins. Is I thought Matt would be into it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so I'm I'm so confounded by what the first episode must have done to make Louis into this terrifying monstrosity. <laughs> because he okay. he gets. Okay. They get in a fight at a bar in the middle at like brunch. A guy with very weird that's, hair that's calls, not calls Cook a dickhead. Oh, yeah, that'll, yes. ha- that'll happen. Okay. <laughs> that's not okay. very I'm, that's, I'm glad for that. I'm glad the international correspondents are like this. We see this every yeah, we'll time. We'll in there. Uh, but yeah, so they get in this fight, and then the parents are like, people know us here. We, ah, oh, this is terrible. We're leaving now. And then like two minutes later, their car has been there. It's, it's just on the side of the road. And they're gone, but their bags are there. And Cook knew this was going to happen somehow because he's like, we can't take the car. We have to walk. And then finds them. And it's like, it's not like there's any trail of a well, struggle Well, you can't take the blood. car because they know Louis tracked the car. Because that's how Louis found them in the first place. There was an anti-theft device on the car that Louis was able to track somehow. And so they're like, well, we can't take the car because it's bugged. So... We'll have to walk so Louis doesn't catch up to us. But then, yeah, he just caught up to the parents and somehow broke into the car, took them out, <clears throat> killed them somewhere. Yeah, well, it's just it's just the fact that it feels, again, like a supernatural creature did this. That yeah, just it really, really does feel like car. that. Yeah. yeah, like at night, like Louis turns into like some sort of beast. And With no, <laughs> like no sign of a struggle other than the car is on the side of the road. Like it didn't even look like it had crashed into the tree or anything. <laughs> 
it's the just windows gone. were broken in. No, he used his. He used his. He he did that thing where he reaches out his hand and then made it drive off the road, and then <laughs> and then they froze up, and, <laughs> and that's why he was able to drag them out without. So then, then our then our heroes, then our heroes Emma, uh, Cook and Charlie, uh, hide under a tree, and then Emma goes to sleep. And Charlie says, choose me, choose me. This was the worst scene of television yeah, I've like, seen the, in a really like, during long this time. It's like, are you really focused on your love triangle right now? Like, don't you have other concerns <laughs> going on? Like, how are you horny right now? And then they make out, and Emma sees it, and c- clearly she just is like, fuck this, I'm leaving. And then she leaves. Yeah, go. Well, then, it's her parents that are being, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, eat, consumed then, by a tentacle monster or whatever. <laughs> Louis monster, like, whatever Resident <laughs> Evil esque creature that the fucking, he is. The fucking, is, a, a, yeah, Akira, <laughs> end of Akira swallowing her her parents, like, mm-hmm. uh, nemesis. Um, so then Cook goes <laughs> out. Yeah, that's why they keep saying he'll hear you. You keep. <laughs> Louis can just appear behind them. <laughs> so then Cook runs out. Emma is hanging from a tree. Well, uh, how did? When did she leave? How did she leave? What? Overnight. Did I miss that part? Well, the other she fell she asleep. Left she probably he, left to go look for her parents. When he pro- enchanted her with his his telepathy. Yeah. Oh right. Oh yeah. He drew her out as yeah. part of his torturing Cook and uh, Charlie. He drew her out. Yeah. She wrote her um, name in the book. God. And then she just slowly walked into the woods or further into the woods. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. So then Cook goes out. He holds a gun at him. He's like, fuck you. And then he manages to distract Louie by talking about how good it is to fuck his, the girl that he wants. Uh, did we, did we talk about the part where Louie was like, okay, uh, ignore everything. I want to be with you, Charlie. And Charlie was like, no, thank you. And then no. that's what set him off. Yeah, he's just in the house as well because he tracked them. Because again, he's a supernatural creature. They got, he had, they had a thing on their car. He had he, an app. Nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. He's he's just a supernatural creature. This is the only way I can make sense of the way that everyone approaches this character, and I'm not dropping it. <laughs> yeah, Cook. Yeah, Cook is just like I fucked your girl, and then <laughs> is that what he says? <laughs> that is a perfect, perfect accent. Nailed it. <laughs> He's like, you what then? And then he knocks the gun away. And beats, Did anybody notice that most yeah. of Cook's punches were with his left hand? Uh, yeah, I, I can't say that I, I really took the time to think that. blow wow. by yeah. blow how he <laughs> fought that. I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't score that one. And then again, at the end, when he's like, drive, go as far as you can. It's like, that's four hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you live, like, your country is an island. Take the ferry somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Take the ferry to France. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Drive. Get in the channel. Keep going. <laughs> Keep driving. Make it to Asia. Don't stop. <laughs> I once saw this couple drew, drove from Ireland to Australia. Do that. It can be done. Anyway, uh, he's holding the gun at, at Louis. Charlie's like, do it! Uh, and then he can't. And then instead he calls the police. <laughs> and then and he yeah, tells He has her drive, and at some point he pulled down Emma's body, I guess, because he then walks yep, back. Yeah. It's very... He, yeah, he walks back, his coat's over there, and he's just like, oh, sorry, I got you killed. And then the voiceover comes in again And he's like I seen death in the face (laughs) Oh it's fucking So many of of my friends Have died 
You think you oh, know life? Sad. You think you know death? <laughs> this is the end of the series, Skins. You uh, thought this was a lighthearted teen dramedy, but it's not. <laughs> and he's like, so, yeah, time to go try and star in, uh, in an Angelina Jolie directorial feature that didn't work out. And then he would appear in Money Monster. I gotta say, the end of this episode where that girl was hanging from a tree actually had a huge effect on me. Because at the time, I was dating a, a low-bit college drug dealer. And I was like... Well, have you seen this episode before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had seen. I saw it when it aired in like 2013 or whatever. And I was like, "Is are my parents going to get abducted? He's going to fuck another girl in front of me. And then I'm going to be hung from a tree. Which person was this? I'm not going to blast it on the podcast. No, I don't get bleeped. I get bleeped. It always gets Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, I gotta, I gotta break up with this man." So <laughs> you're like, "I gotta get my did, life." Did, did you do it? Did you break up with him? <laughs> I was well, it was all, he was already fucking someone else. So I was like, "Listen, <laughs> this, this is, I gotta have a talk with myself." Yeah, skins. Yeah. I gotta get skins. Rise made me decide, or made you decide that you had to get your life together, which I guess is remarkable considering. <laughs> yeah, I was talking. I was talking Can't to. Influence. I was talking to a girl earlier about how. She, about how when some things went wrong for her, she started trying to like uh, embody Effie. She like oh, uh, idolized God. Effie, did, and just did like everyone in freshman year of high school not try to embody us. I don't know, like the like the worst, most like fucked up, unhealthy character in the show. Mm. It would either, you would either be Effie in my high school, you'd be Effie, or you'd be Cassie, and you would be hitting a few like wow, Stevens. Why would you be Cassie? What do you mean? Because like, being a teen is a nightmare. Yeah, she's yeah. like peak romantic eating disorder. Oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. sure, sure, love sure. love to be Cassie. Being a teen is a nightmare. That's why. Wow, Steven. Wow, Steven. <laughs> Whew, so that's Skins, everybody. Uh, that's our, our, our undisputable take on a show where... Minus the fact that we dispute amongst ourselves what our <laughs> takes are. Our first, our first purely British series that we've done, also, and we've once again determined terrible nation. Yeah, hopefully the last. <laughs> Get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, because even the Irish show we did, we were like, "This is pretty good," but the guy who made it's a turf and fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you do Father Chad? Yeah. Mm. One thing. Okay, I have one question to you guys. Okay. If somebody, if you had just gotten punched in the face a lot. And you were you had clearly lost the fight, and somebody had their like arm up to your neck, and you were like barely holding on, and they told you <laughs> to say their name. <laughs> Would you be able to stifle your laughter? <laughs> like <laughs> it's so fucking corny. Like why that, is this yeah, a trope? That, like that why? Would, <laughs> that would be the same name. Like, like what the fuck, your last dude? Like, name. Yeah, you don't have a cool name. You're just a guy cook. Okay. It's a, yeah, it it, but it's not even the the only thing I've seen like this month where someone asks them dying, to say their name in a fight. Like dying because I I'm laughing too hard to be able to fight back. Because <laughs> being like, well, is there a camera around? Is that yeah. what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah yeah cool you won and now I have to say your name that'll fix what what yeah. the fuck dude? Be like it was supposed to be stupid when Walt did that in Breaking Bad. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but by the time Walt did it in Breaking Bad, that was already a trope. Yeah, I mean, it's been a trope. I think that's part of it as he was doing shit that he saw in movies. Right, right. Okay, yeah, that's Skins. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. Uh, I am not used to closing things out. Uh, Do I I, need to do anything else before I ask Ian what his pick was? Yourself to take away? (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, That's Ian, what, Ian what do you have for us next week? So, uh, I think next week we need to conquer a, a mountain that we've long feared. A realm that we have not yet ventured into. We're going to go to Shondaland. Oh, boy. And we're going to watch Private Practice, the Grey's Anatomy spinoff, because Grey's Anatomy <laughs> might not be done, but Private Practice sure ended. <laughs> how many, how so many seasons does Private Practice have? Six episodes, hundred or six seasons, hundred and ten episodes. Beautiful. Jesus. I thought that show lasted like two seasons. <laughs> Welcome to Shondaland, baby. <laughs> Beautiful. I thought, I thought you were. I said too scandal. much already, but who cares? Who knows the least um, about private practice here? I literally had no idea what it was, but that still might be more than Matt. Uh, I had def. I, I know my mom watched it, but that's about all I got. All right, sounds like Stephen. Steven, okay. 30 seconds on the clock, starting in three, two, one, go. Private Practice is a spinoff from Grey's Anatomy where the lead person, who's a woman, uh, makes her own doctor's office, and uh, it's less dramatic but more medically accurate than Grey's Anatomy somehow uh, and it follows her as she discovers what it means to be a doctor and a woman uh, and Time. that's <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to find out what it means to be a doctor and a woman <laughs> just like Heart of Dixie yeah I wanted to do MASH and then I learned that the MASH finale was one hour and 59 minutes Woo! long holy yes. shit that is longer than the film MASH I believe <laughs> I don't know it's an Altman film who knows <laughs> thank you for listening and, and enjoying this share with a friend rate review and most importantly say thanks to our wonderful producer week in week out Matt Iziani, who puts in more work than he really should and we really all appreciate it and thanks, and Allie, thanks. for being on. Yeah. Thank you, Allie. Always even nice if, to have another Even if I didn't like skins, and I'm sorry about that. Thanks for inviting me, Franz. <laughs> yes, you're Ew. welcome in her, welcome in her heist anytime. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just don't step on the Persian rug. Oh, my God. Steven, please take us home. Yeah, bring it. Uh, end, end this. Tony, this is Sarah, Josh, Sarah, Maddie, Felicia, Hugo, Sebastian, Sarah, Sam, and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> A good bit! <laughs>